Welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goman, and it's great to be back with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about endurance. And what is endurance? Well, we all know about it. It's I mostly associate it with running, you know, endurance runners, long distance runners, people that just don't quit, you know, those kind of those kind of athletes. I am not one of those people. God bless you if you are. I'm like, okay, great. How can I fit in some exercise in 20 minutes? Like that's more my kind of endurance. But there's many of you that I'm sure are listening to this right now that could school me on what true endurance is. It's grit. It's pushing through. It's persevering. Oof. And that is one thing that as Christians, we are called to become people that endure, people that have endurance. And so what is that? What is that all about? So let's look over at 1 Corinthians chapter 10 in verse 13. The Bible says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. All right. What is this talking about? Well, Paul's talking to the Corinthians actually about what the Israelites went through generations and generations before, how they experienced all these miracles. They went through the Red Sea, Moses, the whole shebang. There's a lot of awesome stuff. And then, bam, they end up in the desert. They grumble. A bunch of them die. And the entire original generation that witnessed the miracles didn't even get to go into the promised land. And God basically starts over with this whole new generation And Paul's like, guys, we don't want to make the same mistakes. Like, remember what our ancestors have gone through. Remember your spiritual heritage. Nothing that you're being tempted with is any different than what our ancestors were tempted with spiritually. To give up, you know, the, the temptation doesn't change. Maybe the times change, the circumstances change, but sin and temptation, the temptation to give up, to go back to our old life, that remains the same. And in this scripture, he says that God's faithful, even when we're tempted, and that he will always provide us with what we need to face temptation. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read this, I can feel a little confused because to be honest with you, there are definitely things in my life that I feel like I was being tempted beyond what I can bear. And maybe you're listening today and maybe you feel that way too. Like, no, I'm facing things that I don't think I can handle. They're beyond my ability to endure. They're beyond my ability to handle. Maybe you recently went through a miscarriage. Maybe you're mourning the loss of a loved one. Maybe you're dealing with the illness of a friend, of a family member, or even maybe you've recently been diagnosed with an illness. Maybe you're going through infertility. Maybe you're dealing with mental health challenges. I don't know what the thing is that you are dealing with, but I have certainly felt like sometimes the things that I'm being faced with are beyond 
my ability to bear. Now, I'm not sitting here today with all the answers about how exactly that works, but I think that what the message of this scripture is, is that God will help us endure any temptation. You know, endurance, I don't think that that always looks very pretty. I don't know if you guys have ever seen people running a marathon, but every year in Boston, we have the Boston Marathon. This year, they didn't have it. It was very sad. But it's this really special day in the city of Boston. Everything shuts down. It's in April. It's like the first real day of spring, usually, in New England. And everyone in the whole city shows shows up, and we all cheer everyone on who's running the marathon. And just for hours, I mean, Bostonians literally just line these 26 miles from Hopkinton, Mass, all the way uh, to the middle of the city, and people just come out and cheer for these strangers the entire time. And it's incredible. It's like, you know, Bostonians can be a little on the um, the gruff side, and so it's like such a special time because people are cheering for people that they don't even know. They're like shouting their names. It's wonderful. It's the best. But when you see these people, usually Jesse and I go to like the four mile, um, well, I guess it'd be the opposite, like four miles out from the finish line. And so, you know, we'll usually go cheer people on there. And by the time people have run 22 miles, oof, they are looking a little worse for wear. And you see some people, they're looking strong, they're looking fit, they're going for it. But you see other people who they're walking they're they're hurting they are they're moving at a slow pace and one of my favorite things about my husband and my husband has actually run the boston marathon twice but one of his favorite things to do is he'll he'll find someone he'll see someone as we're watching that's walking and he'll see them walking and he's like oh man they got to get running if they're going to finish this thing so he'll start cheering for them like it's really far away and he'll start cheering for them and his whole goal is to get that person that has started walking to start running again and it's the best in like nine times out of ten it totally works and if you have someone that starts reading off of your um whatever it's called like your little banner or whatever that you're wearing and they start cheering your name like come on George you can do it and they start cheering for you by name and you they're just hyping you up hyping you up hyping you up man that does something to you and oftentimes these people end up running and, and then everyone starts cheering again and, and they're running again and and my hope is that they get to cross the finish line in splendor in just a few short miles but that's endurance right some people make it look good other people oof they're struggling. They're walking. They're just putting one foot in front of the other. And I think when I read this scripture, sometimes endurance in the situations I just described, sometimes we're enduring well, right? We're 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 running to the finish line. We are we're handling every temptation that Satan like puts in our path and we are just swatting it away. We're like, bam, we are just we're beast moding Christianity, right? But other times we are barely making it. We are walking and putting one foot in front of the other, facing one more day as a Christian, 
deciding to open our Bibles when we don't even know (laughs) what it will have to say to us, where we're showing up to church, logging into church, not knowing if it's going to even meet our heart's desire. And I don't think that that's ever where God wants us to stay, right, for long periods of time. But if that's where you are, I just want to say, thanks for showing up. Thanks for trying. And I hope that you find the strength to put one more foot in front of the other today. That you find the strength to take that little bit of faith that you have and keep putting one foot in front of the other. I hope that there's somebody like my husband that sees you limping right now and that they can start cheering you on, that you can hear God's voice cheering you on, that you can hear the great cloud of witnesses cheering you on, urging you, begging you, hyping you up, saying, don't give up. We have been through every temptation you have. There are people in the Bible that have experienced loss, that have experienced grief, that have experienced poverty, illness, injustice, I mean, discrimination, everything you can imagine, infertility. There's people that have experienced miscarriage, I mean, murder, so many crazy things. And yet, there's a great cloud of witnesses of people that have faced the worst things that this life has to to throw at them. And they've managed to put one foot in front of the other. And I just want you to remember that God is faithful. And maybe your way out isn't going to be what you want. You know, maybe your way out of temptation and and strife isn't going to be immediate relief this side of heaven. But one day, we're going to get to go to heaven if we keep putting one foot in front of the other. And just like there's this huge, amazing finish line at the Boston Marathon, there's going to be an incredible finish line. And it humbles me to my core to imagine Jesus himself meeting me at the finish line, even if I'm crawling on in. And my hope and my prayer is that he'll look at me and say, you did it. Well done, good and faithful servant. I hope this has been helpful. I've been near tears just talking about this today. And there's definitely things in my life this week that I was wrestling with and struggling to feel like, I don't know if I can endure this one. I've endured some things, but I don't know if I can handle this. And I hope that you know that you're not alone, but I also hope that we can find the strength to keep seeking God, telling God what we're feeling, seeking answers, mercy, truth, encouragement, strength from the God who created us, knows us, and wants to help us be victorious. If you've enjoyed the podcast, if I could ask for your help with subscribing or sharing the podcast, that would be wonderful. No pressure whatsoever, but subscriptions to the podcast, rating it, 
give it a five-star review. Those things all make a really big difference so that hopefully this little podcast that I record during nap times can encourage even more people. Thanks so much. Have a great week, everyone.